You know I'm right on football right here for Chris Landry. Football, Nick Durst with Joe Calabrese and Joe with Dirty Week 14 of the NFL season. And before we get into Week 14, I want to talk about 13 real quick because we didn't really get to hear your your thoughts on the Jets and Raiders game. (laughs) Uh, One of the most spectacular endings to a Jets game I've ever seen. Most people correctly believe that Greg Greg Williams was unfortunately the scapegoat in all this, which he was. But he wasn't going to make it another month anyway. Obviously, he was going to get fired at the end of the season. So he has previously called all-out blitzes uh, or similar blitzes in that situation late in games. Uh, Rex Ryan always used to call blitzes in late-game situations, and those always work to his benefit. So uh, the truth of the matter is, is will it hurt going 0-16? Yes. Was it a spectacular loss to watch from my perspective? You you sure bet. Uh, and it's going to keep the Raiders alive in the playoff race. So obviously we said that they were going to be 9-7. and seven. Had they lost last week, it was going to be hard for them to get there because they would have probably had to win three of their final four games. Now at 7-5, and five, that's a little bit easier for them. Obviously they have to go 2-2 two and two in their final four games uh, in order to reach that. But playoffs are no guarantee. No guarantee whatsoever, but there is a guarantee, uh, and that is that you and I are going to make people uh, money who listen to this every single week, uh, just like we do mostly every other week. Last week, we had a great week. had a tremendous week. Uh, we yeah. cleaned up during the 1 o'clock game. So, uh, we had Hershon to- as well. He did well, and he had, he did the show with coronavirus. So Yeah, he did. Uh, kudos to him. Yep. Hope he's feeling better. Happy Hanukkah to him as well. And- yes, sir. All right, so real quick on the news here. Obviously, the big news of the week, well, there's no coronavirus for a change, which is great. Uh, but Eagles making the switch, and we'll get to that when we get to their game. But Jalen Hurts is going to start at QB. Uh, Chris Mortensen saying that Peterson just said, oh, Hurts is the starter for the game. But Hurts and team players or sources believe it's for the rest of the season. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Dan Jones is going to play today. But uh, Jordan Renan says, don't be surprised if Colt McCoy uh, is going to be in action as well. And Xavier McKinney, uh, he's going to get his first start. As Darnay Holmes is out with a knee injury. And Cameron Brate is good to go for yes, Buccaneers. So that should be uh, good for them. And the Saints, they're not going to rush back Drew Brees. So he won't be back this week. Uh, you know, time will tell. I think they probably just hold off for him till week 17, get a little tune up, and then right into the playoffs, most likely. McCaffrey, he's not going to play again. I don't think he's going to play, unfortunately, the the season, but he thinks as, he's going to play. Somebody again. as great as him, he uh, he's been killing fantasy owners this year, and, and obviously, that's you know, no blame to him whatsoever, just very, very unfortunate. But uh, guy who's so ultra reliable, ultra, ultra dependable. Uh, one of the best fantasy weapons that we have out there. Closest thing to LaDainian Tomlinson. He's not going to play. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to play, uh, I believe. He's expected to play with his uh, questionable tag with his knee yep. injury. Uh, and Zeke is going to play. But he hasn't really played that much this season. Uh, <laughs> he 
Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been great this season, but he's going to play. Kyle Rudolph is also going to play. So that's a fantasy guy. Brandon Cooks, though, is listed as questionable. Uh, T. Higgins, also questionable. Matthew Stafford is listed as questionable. So is DeAndre Swift. Both are expected to play, though. So, you know, we'll can see how that goes with our picks. And we have, of course, other players out. DJ Moore, AJ Boyu, Bryce Callahan, David Johnson, Miles Gaskin. Matt Breida, so there's a bunch. Jeffrey Okuda, a lot of guys out. Antonio Gibson, Joe Hayden, Denzel Mims, Julio Jones is out. And there's been three players placed on the COVID-19 list today and that or yesterday. Miles Gaskin, Everson Griffin, and Josh Polite. And they all had positive tests during the week. And, of course, the other thing was that Des Bryant, he uh, got pulled before his game and ended up not being in the game. So... That was a wild situation, but he didn't expose anybody. So, Joe, I think, I think it's it- also worth saying that both Kenyon Drake and DeAndre Hopkins are expected to play for the Cardinals today. That's a huge game that we're going to get to uh, very, very soon between the Cardinals and the Giants. Absolutely. All right. So, Joe, we're going to bring back uh, from in the zone here someone to help us with our picks this week. And, you know, you you were very impressed when she filled in with you. So, we said, oh, we got we to gotta get her back here. Yep. on the show with the both of us. So here she is, Sports by Jackie, Jackie Daly. You've seen her at the Get in the Zone segment on In the Zone. Jackie, how's it going? Hi, guys. How, How are, are you, Jackie? I'm good. How's it going? Good morning. Going well. You ready to uh, make some picks? I am. There were some games this week that I'm like, ah, who, do, who do I pick? But, yeah, I think I'm ready. All right, so as always, visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code free cash, all caps, one word. That is nj.pointsbet.com. Enter the promo code free cash. That's in all caps and one word. Let's get right into this, Joe. And it's time for our picks of the week. First game up is the Cowboys heading to Cincinnati. And the Cowboys are three point underdogs. And most people would probably say the Cowboys are going to win this game because they have the better talent. And who knows, maybe they will. But I'm for some reason, I got to pick the Bengals plus three here, Joe, at home. <laughs> uh, I don't like what I've seen from the Cowboys at all this season. So what do you think on this one? Yeah, this this screams just a really ugly game. Uh, I'll be, I'll be hard-pressed to if Fred Zone goes to this game multiple times today. Uh, but I think... With the with the way the Bengals have played recently, they've been fight. You know, they're very feisty. They're in games. Uh, I'm kind of aligned with you. Uh, I think the Cowboys are the more talented team, uh, but at home, I'm going to take the Bengals and I'm going to take the plus three. Jackie, your thoughts? I can see where you guys are coming from with that. I think though, this is a revenge game for Andy Dalton. I think the Cowboys are going to come back and <laughs> go into Bengals territory and try and make some noise. Although the Cowboys are not great on the run defense, I think maybe Bernard might have a big game. He hasn't hit 100 yards yet. I think today could be a game for him to hit that milestone in a game. So, honestly, I'm going Cowboys. And that breaks my heart as a Giants fan. And I, But I, I think the Cowboys – 
So, Joe, I made sure not to put Brussman's comment up beforehand, but basically, you know, with Cowboys and Bengals both on pace for the number three pick in the draft, you know, the Cowboys are looking to win. Yes, they're definitely looking to win these two games. They still are alive for the playoffs. So the Andy Dalton revenge factor. I, I it's great. a it's a great point to make. That's like a breast factoid right there. So That's right. All right, next game up. We'll go to Jackie first in this one. We have the Kansas City Chiefs heading to Miami. Miami are seven point underdogs. Okay. So this game I'm definitely really excited about. I think everybody who likes any sort of football just thinks of Miami and they're just like, oh, they're terrible. But like they're not terrible this year. I think the Chiefs, though, are absolutely going to win. Uh, Mahomes is just another breed. But I know that Miami's defense, they like to blitz. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to come. I think the only way the Dolphins can contend in this game is to just be really aggressive on defense. But I don't think they have enough. So I'm going with the Chiefs. All right, Joe, I think you were going to make this point, so I'll bring it up here. First man, the NFL's best cornerback and current interception leader, Miami's Avian Howard, going against Kansas City's Tyree Kill. Will this matchup be the deciding factor in today's game? Uh, it will be one of the matchups that decides the game. I don't think it will be the deciding factor. Um, so what's interesting is that the, the Chiefs and the Broncos played on Sunday Night Football last Sunday, and uh, I – thought it was a much closer game than I think most people thought it was a closer game than to the world was expected. Uh, so I think coming off of last week, it was kind of semi uh, a mild disappointment from what we've expected from the chiefs. I think Miami's defense is really, really good. Uh, but I think Mahomes and that offense uh, are just too good. And it's very hard for them Uh to not put their their foot on the gas for two straight weeks, uh, so in in this case, you're you're it's a tall test for Miami's defense. I mean, the seven is kind of what you really expect. You know, we've seen similar lines in this spot for the Chiefs uh, on the road and, uh, and other places this season, uh, but I think that offense is just too good. Uh, I do think Miami's really good, and I think Brian Flores is going to be uh, one of the coaches and the finalists for the coach of the year at the end of the season. But I think this is simply too hard for Miami uh, to keep within distance and, and to, to to cover in this game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs minus seven. I'm really impressed with the Chiefs, but now with the, the Steelers having a loss, and of course they're going to be playing the Bills, they uh, – Yeah, it's going to motivate the Chiefs, the Chiefs to get the top like, seed too. They want to get the top seed. Very important because they'd have some trouble going to Pittsburgh, I believe. All right, next game up. And – I'm going to be with both of you on that one. The Chiefs are going to win that game. We have the Titans and the Jaguars. Joe, this is an easy one. This you is a very easy Jag- one. For Jaguars, Jaguars plus seven and a half. It's the easiest pick of the, of the day. And uh, the Titans will win this game. But the Jaguars plus seven and a half is, is the easiest pick on the board right now. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, absolutely. Uh we go back to the well every single week, it seems like, with the Jaguars. I think there was just that one week there where they played Green Bay where neither of us picked them, and they still covered in that game too. So seems like they week to week, they, they just – I wouldn't call them locks by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, give us 7.5, give us 8.5, give us 9.5, give us 10.5 with the Jaguars. Uh, they always seem to figure out a way to cover in these games. 
Uh, I think Tennessee's really good. Obviously, they're on track to, to make the playoffs right now. Uh, I could see Derrick Henry having a really huge day for fantasy purposes. Uh, so if you have him in your playoff game, uh, you know, that's very good. Uh, but yeah, you know, we're both on the same page here with the Jaguars. Just keep grabbing the points, especially when they're at home. You know, I think it makes a huge difference. Uh, so grab the Jaguars with the points at home plus seven and a half. Uh, probably some of our better bets uh, of the week, I would say. Uh, the Jaguars did a really good job coming back in that game last week against Minnesota, covering at the end and sending that game to overtime. So we're going to keep riding with the Jaguars. Seven and a half. Let's do it. Jackie? I mean, I agree with you. I mean, the Titans definitely are going to win. And I think Derrick Henry, like you said, is going to have a really big game. Apparently, this is so cool. I think this is one of the coolest facts about Derrick Henry. Apparently, Titans fans call December Dehenber because December is always his best month. Like, he's always putting up better numbers in December than any other month. So I'm excited to watch that. Joe, remember, he used to back up Trent Richardson at Alabama. So yeah, that's outrageous, isn't that it? I mean, Nick Saban has no clue what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> Jacksonville, Russ says, currently on pace for number two pick, where oh, they boy. potentially tried to trade up for Trevor Lawrence. They would love to do that. But why would the, Jets would, the Jets wouldn't do it? No. Maybe, maybe they get Sam Donald. I don't know. Justin, Bressler, Bressman, don't be putting that stuff out into the universe. We need do the it. Jets to draft <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Let's put this into the universe. Jets got the second pick. Yeah, manifest the Jets get in the second. (laughs) Here's something that I think about a lot. And this is going off script here in this show. But say the Jets draft Trevor Lawrence, they get him, whatever. I don't think he can help them a lot. You're right. He's not going to immediately. No, absolutely. They need more help. Yeah. I just keep thinking about it. I'm like, is he going to come? Is he going to play another year? What? But I just can't stop thinking about the fact that he's really not going to make Anyway, moving on. It's very true. I don't know. I don't know how much him and Bill O'Brien can do to turn around the franchise, no, Jeff. Don't even put that into the universe either. All right, Vikings. They're on a roll. They're heading to Tampa Bay. They are. Tom Brady. It's December. He's used to just winning games, but Buccaneers not looking that great. Joe, what do you think on this one? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, so the Vikings are rolling. No surprise to us. Obviously, we like the Vikings here. Um, Oh, well, we, we've we've liked the Vikings the past couple of weeks. Uh, but in this case, I think this is a huge game for Tampa Bay because I think this game in particular definitely has uh, implications seeding-wise because I think of all the teams in the in that wild-card hunt, and that includes uh, both the Seahawks and the Rams, although the Rams look like they're going to probably break away and win the NFC West now. Uh, the Buccaneers are in that discussion. The Seahawks are in that discussion. The Vikings are now in that discussion. They overtook Arizona last week for that seven seed. Uh, NFC teams want that 5-4 matchup against the Giants right now, uh, for better or worse, even though the Giants defense looks good, and we'll get to that shortly. So, again, this this game has a lot of implications for seeding. Uh, what we've seen from the Vikings is recently is pretty outstanding. Justin Jefferson, definitely in contention to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh Pride of LSU, best LSU receiver to come into the NFL since Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, he's actually been, I think, a little bit better than Odell was as a rookie, which is you know pretty pretty shocking. Uh, our guy Dalvin Cook does it every single week. Seems like it's he's matchup proof at this point. Uh, although I do not like that matchup this week against Tampa Bay. 
Um, but Tampa Bay has been very inconsistent. Uh, it seems like a team that should be a lot better. Uh, kind of had more highs and lows this season than I anticipated, but uh, I think they'll come out for this game. The seven is a little high for me, though. It's a little high for me. I think Tampa is going to win this game, but because that line is a little too high, I'm going to grab the Vikings with the plus seven. Uh, I think Mike Zimmer is a good coach. I think that defense has played well the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think they're good enough to keep that game uh, within reason. So we'll take the Vikings plus seven, but we'll take the Buccaneers to win the game. Joe, you're going to love this question from Breastman, which we'll let Jackie answer. The Bucks have the top-ranked Russian defense against Davin Cook, who is the second in the league. In rushing yards, the Bucks have not, also, not allowed a 100-yard rusher this season. Should Dalvin Cook fantasy owners be worried, and should they start or sit him today? I think they should be worried, but I don't know. I think they should start him because he needs to have a big game, and I know he needs to. Ha- he knows he needs to have a big game. Um, but I think the key for the Vikings is that they need to protect Kirk Cousins, regardless if they're going with the pass or the or the rush. So I think it's going to be a nice mix of both, to be honest with you. Um, but Tampa's coming off a bye, so they're going to be ready to go. So I think you take you take the risk, but start them. All right. So, Jackie, who do you have winning the game? I have the Bucks winning. I think, yeah, I have the Bucks winning. Coming off a restful week. At a one o'clock game, which is good for Tom Brady, I think I think I got the box. All right. So this one, I'm going to go with the plus seven with the Vikings. I think that's a big number with the way they've been playing. At the very least, it'll be, it'll be a close game. So looking forward to that one. Now, the next game up, which most people don't care about, is the Texans taking on the Bears. You got Deshaun Watson, who is – willing his team to victory to get them out of the top five because their pick is going to the Dolphins anyway. So, you know, all Dolphins fans are rooting for Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears. And this one, Bears, one-point underdogs. I think the Bears are going to win this week. So give me the plus one anyway. And last week they lost. Everyone's killing Mitchell Trubisky. But if Mitchell Trubisky is going to put up 30 points, the vaunted Bears defense needs to be good enough to hold that lead. So... I kind of put more blame on the defense there. Jackie, we'll go to you first on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think the main storyline of this game is just like the 2017 draft class and the fact that the Bears passed on uh, Watson and Mahomes, which I think is wild. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I'm in the, like, the Texans are 4 0 against the Bears all time. So I'm, I think I'm going with the Texans. All right, Joe. Yeah, so last week was pretty unbelievable. Uh, that I guess you could say that collapsed by the Bears. Uh, and yes, that that game last week, you know, as much as people do want to knock on Trubisky, that comeback last week orchestrated by Matt Stafford and the Lions uh, was mostly due to the Bears' defense collapsing towards the end of the game and a lot of uh, coaching decisions. Um, that play by Trubisky at the end did not help matters, though. But uh, I'm with you, Nick. I think the Bears are in a really nice bounce-back spot this week. Uh, Khalil Mack is expected to play uh, through that shoulder injury. So that's good news for that defense. Uh, and it's only one point at home. And uh, although the Texans have been uh, much more competitive since they fired Bill O'Brien, 
Uh, they're still really not that great. And uh, I just think it's a really nice bounce back spot for the Bears. Uh, I think when you're getting uh, points, even though it's only one point, I think getting points in this situation is a good look for Chicago. Uh, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna agree with you, Nick. Again, you know, we, it seems to be a recurring theme today. But uh, I take the Bears plus one. I think they're gonna win the game outright too. All right, now for one of the two most important games of the week, of course, here, and that is the Arizona Cardinals heading to New Jersey to take on the New York Football Giants, who are currently in first place, hottest team in the NFL with four straight wins. The Giants in this one, three point underdogs, so. Right away, give me the Giants plus three because they like to cover. But I unfortunately think the Cardinals are going to win this one. And everyone's like, oh, but Daniel Jones is back. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a great thing because he has a hamstring injury. And the the main thing with Daniel Jones' offensive game is running the ball. So now we're going to risk him getting injured again and then having nothing moving forward. So I don't know. Maybe I would have just had Colt McCoy start again. We'll see. I've never seen Daniel Jones as a pocket passer, but I'm worried about that because all the goodness from his game is just him running around or faking the handoff. So I think we might be get the return of some Daniel Jones interceptions and fumbles. <laughs> Russ is so fired up. He says, let's go Giants. There they go. Uh now, Wayne Goldman is going against the Cardinals' number 22-ranked run defense. Does he need to carry the team today with the current QB situation? Or can the Giants rely on a defense against Kyler Murray? He needs to carry the team. He needs to continue running the ball like he's been. That's going to be the key, especially with Dan Jones injured still. And can the Giants' defense stop Kyler Murray? Well, they shut down Russell Wilson. So you would think maybe they could do it to Kyler Murray, although Murray is more of a runner than Russell Wilson. But... Very, very impressed with the Giants' defense. And Joe even says it's Super Bowl caliber. But we'll go to Jackie first with her picks on this one. I like the sound of that, Joe. Super Bowl caliber. I love it. Uh, I agree. I think but the, Gi- the Giants are not great against quarterbacks that move well. So that's kind of, to me, that's one of the biggest issues, I think, coming in is that he can move a little bit more than – Russell Wilson, although they stopped him last week. So we'll see what happens with that. I I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Giants can pull it off. They're riding a four-game win streak. It's the opposite. The Cardinals have lost four or five, and I think they're streaking at the right time, the Giants, because the Cardinals started much stronger and are kind of have gone this way, and the Giants started down here and have gone the opposite this way so I think they're just gonna ride it I think they're gonna ride it and it's hard for me (laughs) to do this because I'm a Giants fan but I think with the strength of their defense last game they had five sacks and like or I'm sorry Blake Martinez like they had five sacks Blake Martinez is back like they have some strong people on their on their defense and I think it's it's just coming together at the right time Blake Martinez might be the best linebacker in the league right now. Yeah. And Jackie's got her, her New York Giants nails, so she's ready to go. Jackie. <laughs> Look at that. Is is Joe Judge the best judge in New York sports? No. No. <laughs> but I think that he's I think he's relatable and I think he's able to to control the locker room and talk to these guys 
and you know, get to them on a different level than a coach that isn't able to like kind of insert himself into the team. I think he's putting himself like more into the team than previous coaches were on the outside. So at first you're like, gosh, this stinks. Joe Judge, he came in here. He's oh and whatever. Haven't won a right. game. One in five. But it's it's completely changed. And everybody's talking about how it's changed and everybody's talking about how great this defense is is coming out to be so if you remember the super bowls that um so recent it's been because of the defense that they were able to win so i understand where you're coming from joe where you're like super bowl caliber defense i get it so i'm gonna ride with you so listen i think uh Joe, all it's going to take is one Joe Judge Super Bowl, and everyone's going to forget about Aaron Judge. So, yeah. right to, right, championships right, matter. They right absolutely you. matter. All right, Joe, let's see your take on this one. I know you're all over this this Giants defense, and you're a big believer in what they've been the doing. Last, the last time the Giants uh, had a run that was looking this good was probably four years ago, that one year that they made the playoffs where they had I the board incident at the end of the season. It was incredible. Yeah. Right. Uh, and before that, it would probably be the run to the second Super Bowl that started on Christmas Eve, where Victor <laughs> Cruz had the 99-yard touchdown, and the the Jets franchise has still not recovered from that moment. Uh, that was that was the one moment where it, it seemed to end, and and the the tide changed. But uh, to your point about the Giants' defense, uh, I've been telling you this since since week one, week two. Uh, the one thing that I've consistently seen from the Giants. Uh, that has really kind of been prevalent in every game this season is a hundred percent their effort. Uh, the effort that this give that this team gives week to week uh, is, is is pretty remarkable, and I think they're one of the the more harder working teams in the league. Uh, if you just study at them from afar, and there were a bunch of games this season that I think due to circumstances. Uh, got away from the Giants at the end, right? You could talk about the Bears game, you could talk about the Rams game, uh, you could talk Cowboys. about the first Eagles game, you could talk about the Cowboys game, you could talk about the Buccaneers game. Right off the bat, those are five games. If the Giants win at least one or two of those games, right now they're staring 500 at the fl- uh, in the face, and they're looking to go over 500, and the perception on this team is is very, very different. So uh, I've been trying to um, – down talking to Jackie. Uh, I've been trying to talk to Nick all season and trying to – to talk him into the fact that the Giants defense is very, very good. And now he's very, very aware of it. Uh, Obviously the offense still needs a little work, but I think over the course of the last month, the offensive line has played much better than they did the first six or seven games, much better effort from the offensive line. Uh, Wayne Gallman has looked really, really good. And I think he's going to continue that today. Uh, This is, I think the third time that the Cardinals are traveling across country this season. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but they came to New York early in the season. They beat uh, my Jets in a game that wasn't really close. This game is going to be a lot closer. I think the travel is going to be a, a huge factor in this game. That one o'clock slot for West Coast teams is is not uh, is, is not pretty. Uh, I like the Giants in this game, and I'm getting three points at home as a better. That's music to my ears. Uh, but it will be close. You know, it'll be close throughout. Uh, going to have to see if Daniel Jones does not turn the ball over. You know, Nick's points about. Daniel Jones, they are well warranted, uh, but I do, I do think the Giants are going to win. Uh, How many I drops told, by I, Evan Ingram today? Oh, let's let's hope Two. not. That'd be great. Hopefully Ingram can can make Hopefully it play not. at the end of the game. 
But I was one last point. I told Nick uh, two weeks ago, I said the games that are coming up are the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and then you have the, the Ravens and the Browns games, right? Uh, those are four tough games. Yeah. But if the Giants were able to win two of those games, uh, I thought seven and nine was going to win the NFC East, right? Uh, and so far, they beat, they won, they took one of them, right? They beat Seattle last week. Uh, of these next three games, you only really need one of them, I think. Uh, I know Washington's breathing down your neck, but they I have think a tiebreaker Alex, against our guy Washington. Alex Smith, they got three winnable games. They got the 49ers today. We'll get to that. Right. They got the, the Seahawks, who knows? They're going to be they're playing in Washington, and they got the Panthers and the Eagles. So I think the Washington football team should be favored right now because their schedule is just a little easier. And you know, before the season, Joe and I we said if Alex Smith is the quarterback, the Washington football team is the best team in the division. So we'll we'll see how everything plays out. Right. The next game up, you got the Broncos taking on the Panthers, and you have the Panthers as four point favorites at home. Jackie, what do you think about this game? Huh. Um, well, I don't know. Like, this game, I'm kind of like, who cares? You know, there's always a game every <laughs> Like, I really don't care about this game. And that's kind of how I feel about this. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that. Teddy Bridgewater, he's lost six games in a row. So I think he needs to snap out of that. Um, and they have – so DJ Moore is out with COVID. So that's going to be not a good thing for them. Um, and they have Robbie Anderson. And they can – like so if Robbie Anderson – it has a big game. He will get to that 1,000 on the season yard mark. So I think I'm going with the Panthers just because I think Bridgewater wants to come out of his slump, and I think Anderson wants to reach that that milestone. So I'm going with them. And McCaffrey's out, and they seem to have more wins when he's not playing. Joe. So. So that offense is really strong at Carolina. Uh, I think it's going to be very hard for the Broncos to put together two really strong road performances in a row. Uh, I think the fact that they played Kansas City so close and so tough last week and and, and ultimately didn't end up getting the win uh, was pretty indicative, I think, of how this week is going to go. Uh, you and I, Nick, we, we both like Matt Rule as a coach. Uh, the Panthers have consistently played well and, and been in most of the, all their games this season. Uh and the offense has still performed well, even without uh, Christian McCaffrey. So uh, I'm not really too concerned that he's not playing in this spot. I think Carolina's got enough weapons on offense. Uh, Robbie Anderson, huge shocker to me. I was never really that much of a fan of him on the Jets. Uh, and neither was uh, – I was never really a fan of Leonard Williams either. And uh, it seems like I was wrong on both of them. seems like you leave the Jets, uh, you become a, a really nice piece to whatever team you, you end up landing with. So uh, – but I like Carolina's offense. I, th- I think this team has played well mostly all their home games this season. Uh, so I'm not really too worried. Uh, four is kind of on the borderline, uh, but with the way the Broncos performance, uh, with the way the Broncos performed last week, I think it's going to be really hard for them to string two straight good road games together. So I'm going to take the Panthers minus four here. I'm going to go Broncos plus four. I think if it was three, I'd pick the Panthers, but I'm going to go four plus yeah, four. That's fair. Totally uh, fair. Panthers to win the game, though. All right, now this is this is the other 
game that I just can't wait, can't wait to watch today. And uh, I, I got to tell you, Joe, it's the Jets and Seahawks. And uh, for the second week in a row, a New York team's going to go into Seattle and win a game. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jets, there's been some money on them, I guess, because now they're only 16 and a half point uh, underdogs. So we'll go, we'll go to you first for this one, Joe. Yeah, it, last week, the storyline for this game would have been better uh, had Greg Williams kept his job because then you would have had the uh, the Jamal Adams revenge factor here. And obviously, it's, it's definitely still in play, but uh, with his old defensive coordinator now gone, uh, I think that the emotion uh, and that fire probably won't narrowly be as quite as the same. Uh, we've seen the Jets play. I mean, you. I guess we could say well. I mean, they're four games away from going zero and sixteen, but uh, the past couple of weeks they've they've strung together some really competitive efforts. So uh, it seems like the Seahawks are are still kind of in a downturn. They've played teams a lot closer in recent weeks. So if you're looking for a team to cover, you know, getting 16 and a half with the Jets is not really a terrible uh, proposition. But you know what? I picked them to cover last week. They covered. We're going to do it again this week. I think 16 and a half is is, just simply a lot of points. Uh, And especially with the way the Seahawks defense has played this season. Uh, especially the way that they played in the last couple weeks, even though they've tightened up a little bit. Uh, I do think that the Jets will be able to at least move the ball and, and do some things on offense like the Giants did last week. So uh, definitely not going to be a one-score game. Probably going to be a two-score game for Seattle. They'll probably win the game. Uh, but I'm going to grab the 16 and a half, and I'm going to take the Jets here. Jackie? Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as betting standpoint, I agree with that. But I think, I think the Seahawks are – Absolutely going to win. And I think the Jamal Adams revenge is bigger, even though Greg Williams is gone. I think it's still very much there. I don't think he, he was mad when the Giants, well, he's, he was mad that a New York team beat them and they were the Giants. So, like, I think it's much more ingrained in him than I, than you're giving him credit, giving it credit for. I think he's definitely going to come out, like, on fire, not allowing – this New York team to make any noise. Like last week, the fact that it ended with five seconds left and it had to be a huge throw from Derek Carr like that, that is, I don't think it's going to be that close by any means. So Breastman says, Jamal Adams going to get smart teams, one sack to break the record for most sacks by a cornerback. Not sure about that because I think Jamal Adams is a safety, but maybe it's the same record. Not sure. Joe, does he get it today? Uh, he probably gets a sack today. I mean, the Jets yeah. offensive yeah, line stinks. So. Donald can't move around. Is there any chance DK Metcalf breaks the sound game record for receiving <laughs> yards as Jets defense? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. Uh, but I definitely do think that at least one long touchdown is, is definitely in the cards today, whether it's Tyler Lockett or whether it's DK Metcalf. Uh, seems like Russ has been able to connect on a lot of those deep passes this season. So I uh, expect the Jets to get burned at least two or three times big over the top today. So if so you just, have a Seattle receiver, good for you. Just what do you think? Seattle's going in downward spiral. They bounce back. So give me the Seahawks minus 16 and a half in this one. They will win this game by at least 17 points. 
Yeah. And you know why I think that's going to happen? Because Russell Wilson is, he's so good, like in the pocket and he can throw the ball. I feel like he doesn't even have to put his arm back. He literally can just have a great scene, like sense of what's happening on the field and just let it go. And I think that's going to be a difference maker here, especially with those long balls. All right, rest of the four o'clock games. Uh, go through these kind of quickly here. Colts, Raiders. Uh, Raiders, they barely came with the win. They're two and a half point underdogs. Uh, I'm going to go. I mean, they are home, so you never really know what to think with this team. But I'll uh, I'll go Raiders plus two and a half here just because they're home against, against the Colts. Joe, what do you think? Uh, the Colts have played really well the past couple of weeks. Uh, same goes for the Raiders. Very evenly matched game. Uh, I think having Josh Jacobs, I believe the Raiders are going to have Josh Jacobs today. Uh, I think that's going to make somewhat of a difference. Uh, This game is going to be very close. The Colts defense is very good. The Raiders should have lost last week. Let's be fair. Uh, Was it a spectacular loss by the Jets? Yes, but uh, it was clearly should have been. Uh, a loss for the Raiders, and they ended up pulling out that game at the end. Uh, I like the Colts here. I do. I like the Colts slightly more than I like the Raiders, and the fact that it's only two and a half is very, very appealing to me. Uh, kind of in a similar spot to the Colts uh, last week going on the road in Houston, uh, and they covered in that spot. Obviously, the Raiders are a little bit better than Houston, but uh, I trust the Colts to be able to go on the road to be able to win games that they're kind of supposed to win and to cover in the process. So uh, precedent says I'm going to take the Colts here minus the two and a half. I think they get the job done on the road here and win. What do you think, Jackie? I also am going with the Colts. Uh, Rivers has the most wins, pass yards and pass TDs against the Colts. I mean, I'm sorry, against the Raiders in NFL history. So I'm – Going with him for that. I'm I'm thinking he's going to continue with that. And the Raiders have the fewest sacks in the league. So I think that's a great sign for old Phillip Rivers. He shouldn't be sacked because he's old. And I think if they can keep him up, they'll win. Coming off a huge game against the Jets, can Dan Marlowe have a repeat performance again this week against the Colts? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think the Colts' defense is too much good better. Catching the Jets now, we don't really usually do this, but as per Joe's request here, he wants to jump ahead here to the eight eight twenty game. Um, I guess because you know the Colts and the Titans, they're right. They're trying to get that number three seed, but you got Bills Mafia holding that down tight. So we'll jump to that, and then we'll go back. So I'll close out the AFC uh, games a little bit here. Uh, Steelers, Bills, Joe, you got Buffalo at home, two and a half point favorites. And I think they should be the favorites. The Bills are going to win this one. Josh Allen, top three quarterback in the AFC at minimum. So, uh, what does Bressel have to say about this? Because he's, he feels like I don't know. He, he's we're got a comment brewing to steal a point of We're definitely throwing him off because we're not going to order here. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say I gotta go with the Bills. My guy Josh Allen. Don't be surprised if the if the Bills uh, end up in the AFC Championship game as well, Joe. This is the biggest regular season game I think for the Buffalo Bills in more than 20 years. 
Uh, I think this is a monumental game, especially with the way that the Steelers come came off last week with that loss to Washington. Uh, It it seems like people are now waking up to the fact that uh, something that I knew a couple weeks ago is that the Steelers, although they're really, really good and they have one of the best defenses in the NFL, uh, maybe they're slightly more pretenders at this point than contenders. Uh, And I agree with you, Nick. I think the Bills are, for at the very least, I think they're the third best team in the AFC. And you can really make a strong case if they win this game that they are the second best team in the AFC, obviously, behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, is still right in the midst of that MVP discussion. Uh, I think Mahomes and Rodgers are definitely, as of now, the two leaders. And I think Rodgers probably slightly has the advantage. But I definitely do think that Josh Allen, more so among that that younger crop of quarterbacks behind those two guys has the opportunity to break through uh, and potentially win the MVP. Uh, I think the, the the weapons that the Bills offense has is are, are just simply tremendous. Stefan Diggs has been everything for that team this year. One of the best acquisitions I think in a really long time. Uh, he's among the top five in receiving yards in the NFL. He's meshed so well with what they have. Uh, terrific team leader. It seems like that that program that the Bills are running up there is really, really, really strong. I love Sean McDermott as a head coach. Uh, it's really, really hard not to like anything Bills Mafia is doing. Uh, I think this is a huge test for Pittsburgh. I think if Pittsburgh is really as good as people think they are, that they could be, that they they are capable of going into this game and winning. Uh, but I'm going to bride with here with Nick. Uh, I think the two and a half is pretty much a gift. Uh, in most spots, a home team in this in the same scenario uh, would probably be at least three, maybe three and a half point favorites. Uh, the fact that it's two and a half uh, kind of shows people. Uh, it's kind of showing Vegas that they don't really necessarily know which way to lean with this game. They probably see both these teams as pretty much even. Uh, but I love the Bills in this spot. Uh, obviously, if there were fans in the stands, uh, this would probably be by far the best Sunday night football game of the whole season between Get the terrible the towels that we see usually in Get Bill's the tables, Mafia. Joe. There would have been, Bill's Mafia would be going nuts. In the, well, still might after the game. Imagine Josh Allen as a Jets quarterback, how much better off they'd be right now. Brett I'm really not sure about that. You don't think so? I think I you think could, you could switch Baker Sam Mayfield. Allen. You could switch Josh Allen in that spot. And I'm really, really not sure if the Jets, uh, the Jets offense would be any better. I don't even know if they'd be – I think they'd be a little better with Josh Allen just because he's one of the most lethal running quarterbacks in the league. Now, did the Steelers loss this week show Washington's weakness in offense or defense? Definitely more so offense. Definitely uh, a offense, lot of it, 100%. a lot of it is a lot of it is just because of the fact that their scheduling got changed like seven times in two weeks. So and I also yep. think that Washington's defense is pretty good. Uh, so the Steelers yeah. face a similar test this week with the Bills defense. But I think I like, it, I'm with you here. Even if the Steelers were undefeated here, I'd still be picking the Bills. All right, Jackie, what do you got on this one? No, I agree. I think everything – you guys basically said everything I was going to say. So, <laughs> no, I'm definitely going with the Bills here. Also, the Steelers have played – this will be their third game in 12 days. Like, is that's insane. I don't think they're even going to have energy to like contend at this point, but they're very good. You don't go 11 and one and not be considered 
a good football team. So I think it's definitely not going to be an easy game for the Bills, but I'm fully confident in Josh Allen, in their defense, and in their weapons on offense that they'll be able to pull it off. No doubt about it. And now the other one of the other great teams in the AFC, Joe, we'll do Monday Night Football to close up the AFC picture, is the Cleveland Browns. And they are at home and they're underdogs they are. Uh, against the Ravens. So, Joe, I know we, we know you got to go. So give us your thoughts on this one and you can sign off. This is an interesting game because uh, I made a point a couple weeks ago. I thought it was one of the biggest Browns regular season games. Uh this is probably the biggest game that they're going to have this season because I feel like if they win this game, they're in. And, and I think it's at that point it would be so academic. You know, they, I think they would have to lose out to have any chance of not getting in, right? So uh, very weird spot. Obviously, the Ravens def- desperately need this game. Uh, they need it not only for divisional purposes uh, but for tiebreaker purposes. You know, if they're going to try to grab one of those three wild card spots, obviously they're going to need to jump – one of the Titans or the Colts, uh, one of the Dolphins or one of the Browns. Uh, I think the Dolphins are probably their best bet to come, you know, back out of the picture and then to insert the Ravens into the picture. Uh, but this is a huge game for Cleveland. Uh, we've seen them in national TV spots in previous position uh, in previous spots, and uh, they're not necessarily as good. But I'm a big believer in this Browns team. I think they're really, really strong running the ball. Uh, I think Nick Chubb is one of the two or three best running backs in the NFL. Uh, despite have no Odell Beckham, right, the last couple of weeks, uh, I think that has made the Browns stronger. Uh, they've been more resilient in games. That defense has gotten better. Miles Garrett uh, has, has been well worth the, the price of admission. One of the best defensive players in football. Uh, shockingly, even though he was a former first overall pick, probably a guy who doesn't even get enough due, I, I don't think. Uh and thank you, Bressman, leading me as I'm on my way out. Uh, the yeah. matchup between quarterback Lamar Jackson, defensive Miles Garrett. Who wins this matchup? Uh, I think it's going to be Miles Garrett. I really do. I think teams have figured out Lamar Jackson just a, a little more this season. Uh, I think the Ravens are good. I think they're really well coached. Uh, but I really like what I've seen from the Browns the past couple of weeks. I think they've been a really, really good team. And my pick on the way out is the Browns plus three on Monday Night Football. I think they win this game, and I think they get one step closer to locking in a playoff spot. All right. Thanks, Joe. And if you're losing some money today, just tweet at Joe. Cal <laughs> Brees won. And say, well, we've done back. a good job this what season making people money. All right. We'll see, we'll see you later, Joe. All right, Jackie. Jackie, wrap it up. Jackie, yeah. what do you think of this game here? Uh, then, we'll go back, then we'll go back in order. Joe, Joe just wanted to get to his AFC games here. Yeah, no, I absolutely love this game, and I'm so excited that it's in prime time on Monday night. I think it's just going to be a battle of the run game. We have uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. We have Lamar Jackson, and I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be really good. Like, it's whoever can run the ball the best is going to win this game, I think. And I've been going back and forth. I tried to figure out prior to coming on who I think is actually going to win. Um, and I'm so, I'm like 50, 50 because I think Me too. Yeah. I'm literally 50, 50. The fact that obviously Lamar went against the Cowboys, which they have like the worst run defense in the league practically. So he's obviously going to come up with some good numbers there, but coming off the COVID list. And I just think 
they need this game more than the Browns. So maybe they'll be, you know, having a, a bigger showing. But actually, I, I think I think I'm going to go with the Browns as well because when's the last time the Browns were good? You know, they're riding this nine and three, and I I don't think they're going to settle for anything less than what they deserve this season. So I'm, I'm going with the Browns, but I don't think it's going to be easy and it's going to be a battle. It's going to be who can outrun who at this point. I think the Browns plus three is the pick, but I, I'm kind of leaning more towards the Ravens here. We sort of did last week with Lamar Jackson back and you're right. They need this game more. So I would kind of lean more towards the fact that they're going to be ready to go. Uh, the Browns may be, shy away from the spotlight here and it's just too big for them. So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to lean more towards the Ravens winning the game, but I do like the Browns with the points. Mm-hmm. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming, which is the four o'clock slate of games for NFC games. You mm-hmm. have the saints heading to Philadelphia and Jackie in this one, you have Jalen hurts starting at quarterback for the Eagles. How do you think that's going to play out? I think it's going to be a hundred times better than Carson Wentz, but actually we don't really know how Jalen Hurts is going to be in the NFL starting because this is his first start. So you can't really make a prediction, to be honest with you. And they're huge underdogs at this point. And I'm definitely going with the Saints here. Absolutely. Um, But I don't know. I just think, I think they're going to, get torn apart by the Saints, to be honest. I, uh, I I agree with you. I think the Saints with Taysom Hill, seven and a half point underdogs, I think they're going to win the game outright. So I'll go with the Saints minus seven and a half. And I think Jalen Hurts will continue to be a disaster, just like Carson Wentz was. And I don't expect much of a difference for the Eagles. And yeah. I think you might even see Carson Wentz back in this game at the end of the game. I mean, like Jalen Hurts went in last game and he had one good throw and then it was just basically Carson Wentz. So will it be reversed this week? Who knows? But I think Taysom Hill, I am I do, I really like the Saints generally anyway. I just think he's doing such a great job, you know, taking over for Drew Brees. Like they, they're one of the best teams. And I was, somebody asked me the other day, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? And I just remember going back to the Steelers. Remember I said the last time I was on that they were going to be in the Super Bowl. And I don't think they are anymore, to be honest, for AFC. And I was going back and forth between the Saints and the Packers thinking who would be my NFC pick to make the Super Bowl. But I think obviously that's out of the storyline that we're talking about this game. But I think for this game, I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, I, I think the Saints... It's between the Saints or the Packers for the Super Bowl. I'm going to lean more towards the Saints. I think they're more of a complete team. And I still like the Steelers in the AFC. I think they'll get a rebound. We'll see, though. Uh, Breastman says, obviously, bench. Wentz has been benched for Hurts. He's making his first career start. The Saints are ranked number one in defense. And they're going against Malcolm Jenkins, a former Eagle as well. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Hurts is going to be uh, hurting the Saints too much in this one. All right. We got the Falcons taking on the Chargers here. Falcons are the road team. It's just two teams that just can't really put it together this year. Herbert and the Chargers got destroyed, shut out by the Patriots last week. They can't be that bad again. So 
I think Herbert has a big bounce back game, but I like the Falcons in this one. And I think they're going to win the game as well. But plus one and a half, I'll go with the Falcons just because I know they're going to put up points no matter what. And the Falcons always score. It's their defense. That's the issue with Holton games. Yeah, I agree. I think, I honestly think I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think this is a huge, you can't go, you can't lose 45 to zero and then come back and lose again. So I think Herbert's going to have a great game. And the Falcons don't have a great uh, pass defense. So I think they're going to take advantage of that, utilize all, utilize their weapons. Keenan Allen is tied for the most catches in the, in the NFL right now. He's 90 catches this season. So they're going to utilize him and utilize the pass against not a great pass defense and come out with a win. All right, last two games here. We're going to do we'll do the Packers and Lions game first because the other game has more implications for the playoffs. The Lions, who have played much better without Patricia here, are nine and a half for Aaron Rodgers at home. And for me, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers here because why wouldn't I? You got to pick it Aaron Rodgers. Sometimes you lose on the point spread, but more times than not, you're going to win there. So nine and a half points for the Packers offense, no problem. Packers to win outright as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's—I don't think it, there's any question who's gonna take this game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the best QB in the league. Like he leads the league in passer rating, touchdowns. Like I don't think he's streaking. I, yeah, I'm. You know, they have great weapons. I'm. I'm all in on the Packers on this game. Breast man says Herbert has a success this season despite the Chargers starting on record positions they need to target in the draft to improve next season. I would say they need to definitely look at cornerback and safety, uh, potentially another defensive lineman because it's, it's really the defense. The Chargers yeah. offense for the most part, other than last week, has been pretty good this season. So definitely looking toward the defense in the draft. And now the last game, and I said earlier, it's one of the, one of the two most important games of this week as far as playoff implications go. And that is the Washington football team taking on the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. Jackie, you're up first on this one. You know, this is another one of those games where I'm like, you, you really think about it because, okay, Washington is surprising people just like the Giants are surprising people. Their defense is really, really good. and the 49ers are still banged up. They've been hurt a lot this season. And I, you know, I just, I'm going with Washington here. And that breaks my heart as a Giants fan. But I think that they have a lot going on on the defensive side of the ball. And then they had almost 300 yards versus the Steelers. So I'm, I'm thinking they're just going to go with this, keep it going, keep the momentum because they're, half a game behind the Giants and it's so close and I don't think they're going to give that up. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Washington's going to win this game. They can very well win three of their last four games, which puts them in great shape to win the division. So I'll go with Washington as well here. 49ers, they just are not not that good. Um, They have injuries. They won some games they shouldn't have, but overall I I didn't think they're going to go back to the playoffs this year and that's the case. Breston wants to know, will Rodgers get to 40 touchdowns for the season today? He needs four. This would be his third career 40 touchdown season in the most history. I'll say no. I think he gets it next week. Yeah, not, four, not this week. 
But hey, that's that's going to do it for a great show here. Uh, Jackie scared Joe off. Uh, he, he had a run, but Aww. Jackie, tell everybody where they could find you and and your and your work as well. Yeah, so I have a podcast on Amazon.io. It's on Spotify. It's on you know wherever you get your podcasts and um, on Instagram in in the zone. And I'm Sports Jackie and put out content there as well. And thanks for having me. This is always so much fun. I love talking football with you guys. Football season is almost over. I know. I'm stressing. I'm stressing out. I'm getting sad. I'm getting nervous for my mental sanity. But it happens every year. I'm able to get through it. So love it. There you have it. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of Unarm Round of Football. For Joe Calabrese and Jackie Daly, I'm Nick Durst. Enjoy the games. Hopefully you make some money. And we'll see you next time on You Know I'm Right on Football.